Hey guys, hey friends, welcome back to season three, episode two of Rewinding the Week with K and J. How you doing, K? Oh, it's me. How y'all oh, yeah, doing? that's you, kid. How um, you doing, friend? I was sitting there, you know, <laughs> minding my business. How yes. Um, so we have a special guest with us and a special friend who's dear to my heart. Uh, we have Miss Key here. Hi, Miss Key. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. Yes. How are y'all? We're, we are great. Yes. We're enjoying it. Yes. Thank you. So it's always good to have my friends. Yes. Know, this is in here and there. a podcast for friends by friends, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have a great friend with us, supporter of the show, supporter of um, each other, and that is Miss Key. So we are thankful to have you here. So this mm-hmm. week is um, rewinding the week with Double K and J. Oh, it is yes. Double K and J, mm-hmm. but the J is the most important one, the one that matters <laughs> because it's Aquarius season um, until the end of twenty twenty one. So mm-hmm. I heard. Good God! Yes, it's a full moon outside today. <laughs> <laughs> It's a full moon outside, and I think that's divine intervention that this is the year of the Aquarius, the year of the um, air or wind barrier. So, what is windy out? So, he's right. Yes, honey. Blow you right off your Mm -hmm. feet, honey. Nearly knock me off the ground. So, friend, what have we, what have you been up to since we last talked last week? Um, You know what? I have just been focusing on work, you know, people. Um, I always get on your nerves when it comes to working, but I am grateful to have a job, especially in this pandemic. Um, and that's been it. You know, I did a little cleaning this past weekend, did a foot mask of my feet is peeling like crazy. Oh, child, I couldn't tell. I, but yeah, so I got on socks. Like, nobody's showing this. Like, you know, so um, for the ones who have, you know, feet, feet that they need to peel, um, I, I encourage you to go and get a fit mask yes. off of Amazon. Uh, you know, you, sit, you soak in it for like an hour, hour and a half and let it sit and then you take, you know, take it off and rinse your feet and things and then in a couple of days it starts peeling mm. but once it's done and it starts peeling you have smooth and silky feet so how much does this cost um i think it's on amazon like 12 or 13 that's not bad is it like a black mask and you just it's like charcoal they have different or something ones. like you that do lavender whatever the one i had smell like nail polish it was one oh no friend it must be a chemical peel uh. but you know like it, you know it's been working i have been um been very much shedding a lot of skin so mm-hmm. um can't nobody be sucking on these toes right now. But when, you know, once it's done, um I'll be in full effect, you know. You'll be back to uh, uh, normal that, operations. For the ones that got feet fetish out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm ready. Free, have you ever had somebody say, Timmy picture your feet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like oh, five or six times. I work on my feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are hard working feet. No. But I do love a good pedicure. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta treat yourself. You, you feel? Know, you ever seen some feet? You have to break the bone. They do. They need to break their bone. No, I ain't never seen that, friend. Mm-hmm. So I, feet. I do an inspection before. Okay, <laughs> come on, inspection. Yeah. Yes. Take friend. care of your extremities, y'all. That's all you got. Your hands and feet. That's mm-hmm. that's your money makers. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Miss Key, you graduated from Bowie State. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so, awesome. how is your experience with graduation being 
online. And, and Ken, I want to pick this back on to you because you also had to do like a graduation mm-hmm. online. So mm-hmm. Keisha, tell us your experience about online graduation. Like, how was that? Do you feel like you missed out on the walk or anything like that? I thought I missed out because with all the work I've done, I feel like we should have walked, mm-hmm. you know, but hey, what can we do? It's a pandemic. So. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Once you graduate, you got my degree. Yeah, yeah, got the paper. That's all that matters. That paper walking, honey. Hello. All right. How did you celebrate? Oh, just had some, you know, a few drinks. A drive-by. Okay. That was pretty much it. Can't do much, so. Drive-by celebration. Right. Not the other drive-by. I mean, I'm here for a drive. You know, especially for a nigga that ain't really wrong. Look, but drive-by. Down that type of drive-by, guys. I just want to let y'all know. drive-by celebration. So, if y'all still looking for somebody, that's not the type of drive-by she was doing. It was a graduation (laughs) drive-by. But what do you think? Because, Ken, you also had to graduate online. So, I didn't have the opportunity. Keisha actually got a little more out of her experience than I did because I, uh, you know, I finished my degree. uh, But, unfortunately, they were going to do the walk in May, I think it was May 2020, and of mm-hmm. course with COVID, so they pushed it back to October, and then finally they were like, oh, we'll let you know to further notice. And I, I lost interest just mm-hmm. because it had been so long, um, but I put things in perspective. Yes, I was sad about not being able to walk across the stage because I had, I, like Keisha said, we had worked hard mm-hmm. for our degrees, but I also thought about the many blessings that I had of being able to walk you know, with high school graduation, with mm-hmm. my college graduation, mm-hmm. and all these other things that these these children were robbed of. Mm-hmm. You know, I really felt it really broke my heart to find out that, you know, a lot of these students that were graduating from high school and, and mm-hmm. things they weren't able to have that experience. Mm-hmm. Like that's that is something that you put down in life in your life book, mm-hmm. and they weren't able to have that. So I. I was really sad about them not having that experience more so than myself because I'm like, you know, this is a secondary degree. And I'm, and I'm very happy to be in that space, but it's just, it's it sucks that people didn't have that to spend with their families. So mm-hmm. I just put things in perspective. It was like, yeah, I have my degree. Very happy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, got through it and things of that nature. And yes, I wanted to walk, but it just wasn't in the plans. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I graduated maybe two and a half years ago. Twenty and a half years. Oh, no, it's two. I don't add that zero. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, uh, I was able to walk. You know, I traveled because right. I did online. So I just flew there. Um, and I had family out and I uh, was able to walk and things like that. But I could... Couldn't help but imagine, like, oh my God, what's next? Yeah. You like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, like, do I need to find a new job, or mm-hmm. how long do I have to live in this glory phase of my accomplishments until I have to work now to show what I've done? Like, do you guys feel like that now that you guys have graduated last year? What do you think, Kim? Oh yeah, like when I graduated, it was it's, it was hard to adjust mm-hmm. because I felt like I still had to do homework, but then I was like. Uh, when can I get a job? Am I going to get a job? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? So, but as time has progressed, I'm getting interviews. So, yay, come on. Yeah, so everything is working out. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you do fall in that phase of what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do, you sometimes we feel like that you need to have a career change, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I know yeah. for me, uh, or, or the reason that I pursued at least my master's was to uh, 
uh, of course, exceed in my career, but also it was just a personal goal. Um, I'm I'm a first generation, so everybody in my family, you too, Keith. So everybody in my family is like, you know, they they were very much very hardworking and still are hardworking people. Mm -hmm. But we, you know, I'm I come from the south. We had textile work, and that's what people are accustomed to is going into plants. So me going in and getting my education, you know, from my undergrad to graduate, that just was a, a personal thing because I'm like, I was fortunate enough to get through the process. I can keep going. Now, I ain't going with my daughter now, shit. <laughs> no, no PhD after <laughs> no your PhD. name just yet, friend. Not right. Like, listen, unless somebody paying for it because these student loans stumping. Yeah. So, Look, Biden. Hello, Biden. I put it. <laughs> I put it at boat right, for you, honey. Exactly. Um, yeah, but you know, I I just I uh, am very happy to hear about you guys being so overjoyed with the experience. Cause I, oh, yeah. for me, it was like that circumstances going in your head of now you got to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. They gonna come after you in three years for that payment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, and right. you already changed your name twice. You know, so, <laughs> no, <I can't. laughs> so it's just like, so I, I'm very proud of both of you. I know me and Kay, we already talked about your graduation, mm-hmm. but I wanted to just get in another perspective as well as oh, with yeah. Miss Key and um, from Bowie State and um, William and Mary. So mm-hmm. very great college so you know that's what black excellence looks like you keep you know what the kings and queens is right here on the couch that is it honey Mm -hmm. yes and ken uh but (laughs) (laughs) so so guys did you see that um insecure final season is coming season five will be the final season i'm here for it because you know what it get when it first I don't know if you remember when it first aired. Oh, I do. Um, but it was very much a just a celebration of being able to see people who look and act like us in mm-hmm. real situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so with it come to a final season, I'm like, I'm okay with that. Some mm-hmm. people are like so upset, and I'm mm-hmm. like, sometimes when you are, especially when you're on your peak, yeah, you just need to go out on go on go out on the high note. Like, before yeah. people get tired before of it, and then those main ones, but oh, they still talking about this. She's still with him. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, just from her coming from awkward black girl. Mm-hmm. To HBO and other projects like, like Lovebirds and other things like that, and Issa Rae Productions, and yeah. me and, and us all three watching Giants mm-hmm. on um, her YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Remember Giants? Oh, yeah. I mean, so I think, like you said, it's good to just go out on a high note yeah. when your fans still want more. Mm-hmm. To just go out and leave him more. I do think there can be other like spin-offs, maybe with the brother and him wiggling around, finding relationships mm-hmm. and things like that, and her making some cameos. I don't but know if you can do that with the brother here, it might be some OnlyFans shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but but mm. you know, I I think it's good to go out on a high note. So you know, Issa Rae, you know, we tilt our heads heads off to you because of the work and the cultural explosion it was and the music was amazing Mm -hmm. that they um, had on that show I still have to this day I have every soundtrack Mm -hmm. from the show because I mean it gave gave an opportunity for all of the various artists that may not have people known um, to shout their work so I was here for it I was like okay you got some new music yeah, I still be that's on my some of those songs are on my playlist mm-hmm. at the gym or walking my dog and things like that. So, 
Awesome. Um, now, I'm the only one on this show right now that caught Grownish. Please <laughs> check it out, guys. It is back. I don't know what season it is, but I was hoping we would talk about it on this show. But that's what we have next week's show for. I got homework, y'all. You got homework to (laughs) to see. And and just where that came from is amazing as well. So, you know, I'm a film television person, so I have to throw that in. All right, guys. So thank you for that as we caught up with the week. Mm -hmm. So now it's time for our Kings and Queens segment. So I wanted to shout out, shout out, excuse me, a black owned business. Um, It's Smitty's Barbershop in Falls Church in Northern Virginia. And um, my family members have gone to them for a while. I've never been except for today. So it was my first time um, to get a cut because I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about and if they do a good job before I uh, make a recommendation. And they were great. Uh, Mm -hmm. Great, like old school barbershop. Kind of remind you of the movie just in a little bit. Um, They're in the old school, old school, school music and things like that. Um, They were recently in the Washington Business Journal. And so I chose them for our Kings and Queens segment for today. Um, Smitty's Barbershop in Falls Church. In the period following the Civil War, uh, many African-Americans settled in Falls Church area. Did you know that, friend? Because you live around Falls Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah um, I did know some of the history, which is, is you know, we'll migrate somewhere. Yeah, hello, we'll make oh, yeah. do. We'll survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after the Civil War, um, they became growing to a third of the city's population in the early 1900s. However, due to some moving to D.C. and the increase in housing pro- prices, only 5% of the city population is black, friends. Currently today. Yes, currently today. Still, Smitty stands, even after being affected by COVID-19, to accommodate older customers who have pre-existing conditions, complications. The barbers have offered to empty the space to cut their hair to help protect their health. It is 100% owned by the family. The author, Cassie Meek, uh, wrote about their story in the Washington Business Journal. So, guys, if you're around the Northern Virginia area, Fairfax, Alexandria, even Arlington and Falls Church, if you have time, uh, if you need a fresh cut, your barber, you know, maybe charging $60, $70 for a Ooh, haircut, it'd be like that, you know, and you can't afford that. Um, try pricing around and seeing if you can find um, a barber shop home in Smitty's and Falls Church. All right. All right. Yes. All right, friend. You ready to pop the court? Yes, I'm going to pop the court, but not for a joyous occasion. It's a real sad occasion. Mm -hmm. As we were sitting here, we found out that the icon and queen, Miss Cicely Tyson, has went on to glory. Um, She was 96 years old. Everybody who has ever seen a great black movie or show knows who this great woman is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we celebrate her life. Um, it is, it's unreal, you know, for, for one thing to get to 96 mm-hmm. and still be in your right mind. I mean, she recently was play, playing roles, I believe it was How to Get Away with Murder mm-hmm. as her mother. Um, and she was just, I mean, she's, she's always just been 
um, a joy. And she brought, anytime she spoke, she brought strength. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were having um, some sort of time or day, it's no way that you could not hear her speak and get get inspired. So um, my heart is is hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really pray for her family um, and those who knew her. And she leaves behind a great legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, just to to point out one of the many things that she said, but this is one that stuck out to me. She was she said in one of the quotes that one of the things I have always said about the man woman relationship is that I don't want anybody to walk ahead of me, and I don't want anybody to walk behind me. I want a man who will walk along beside me. And that's how I feel about equal rights. Ooh. So I think that's important because it, it speaks not only to that dynamic, but the world we live in today. Mm. We fight constantly for equality and, you know, social uh, justice and, and just, you know, all of the, the racial tension in the world and just pay attention to what it is that we are are doing and fighting for and I believe that you know she she definitely was a a woman of courage and strength Mm -hmm. and she inspired many people so um we we definitely will miss her Mm -hmm. but she left a long she left a long catalog like yes that catalog is big yes it is (laughs) rest in honor queen yes yes. I remember we just found out today I mean of course she died today but I mean we were just chilling and I I just gasped because I'm so dramatic (laughs) it was for a good reason I said stop what you're doing I I could not believe it, you know, and so I I loved her work. I remember watching her movies in ooh, high school and, and things like that, doing like projects about it. And so um, 96 is a long time, you know, and we would have loved to have had you longer, Cicely Tyson, but may you rest in honor. Mm-hmm. That's a good pop to court, friend. Yeah. All right, so what are we drinking? You know, we are drinking um, something that is very great, yet, you know, has a, a slight vulgar name to it. So I'm going to let Miss Key say. Miss <laughs> Key, can is. you tell us, what did you get for us on this show today? Oh, so what I got was Sweet Bitch now. Okay. Yes. Oh, Sweet Who? Sweet Bitch. That's, <laughs> no, oh, that's Sweet Caroline. Not no, a sour bitch. Yes. Not, okay, and so this is Moscato and Rosé. Yes. Okay, so this is my first time trying it mm-hmm. on, on the show, may I add. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ken, what do you think about Sweet Bitch? I actually like it. It has a, a good bit of body. Um, it does and, have and, body. And it's sweet. It's not overpowering. You know, mm-hmm. when you thought when you think of the, you know, the name of the the uh, brand, and you know, it's just like okay, this this <clears> is gonna <throat> be a whole sweet setup, or I should expect mm-hmm. something real sweet. Mm-hmm. But it has a nice um, a nice undertone to it, to where you're not you're not gagging. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so I like it. <laughs> you know. I'm gonna let you have that. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have that. Hopefully, our listeners didn't know what happened. Uh, you know, but but yes, I have. Uh, I like it. It's fruity and um, it's really good. This is my. I had the bubbly one. You said mm-hmm. I don't remember, but. I, I I remember you bringing some kind of wine. So um, all right, I mean this a bop. Mm-hmm. I go I'm for, here it. for it. All right. 
So this is sweet, bitch. Thank you. It's twelve point five percent alcohol. Okay, so it knocked y'all's ass. Oh, yeah. Right. So make sure you eating. <laughs> right. Make sure, sure you eat it with it. So. All right. So it's time for grab your glasses. Okay, we have our Come glasses. on, let's create. This is gonna... a good time to toast. Toast. Yeah. Yeah. So, so today's topic, I wanted to talk about ground rules in a relationship that you may have. Okay. When it comes to dating, right? So far as with me, for example, one of my ground rules is maybe, as I think we talked about just a little bit, is in a relationship waiting maybe 90 days before intimacy. Okay. Keep this, keep just just looking. (laughs) And like maybe waiting 90 days for intimacy of of sexual soul size and things like that just to make sure that's the right person you'll have that comes just to make sure because when you're having this intimacy you're having body connections you have soul ties and other things so you just want to make sure it's the right fit so that's one of my ground rules of 90 days and some people want to try it before they buy it or whatever and i understand that but for me i i take it as a whole for my my body being like a temple. And, that, and that's just for me. And then another ground rule that I would say is not going to bed angry mm-hmm. or upset. Now, we may still have a disagreement. You may see it your way or, or this way, but we're not going to fuss each other out and let, quote, the sun go down on our wrath. Or something sometimes. Like that. Okay, Scorpio, go ahead. Sometimes you do want to go to bed angry. Why? Because angry says it's in the okay. morning. And really? Well, after scary. I brush my teeth, which is a grail rule, I have to brush before I have that. Well, you know, it just it depends on the person. Um, oh, and what you ate the day before, um, or the night before, right. should I say. But, you know, I, I, I agree with you, friend. Typically, mm-hmm. you should iron out your differences and air everything out before you go to bed. But if you don't get to that point, um, you know, I am going to be right there in the morning and we should be able to have at least 30 minutes to iron it out in the bedroom with handcuffs. (gasps) Friend. (laughs) Well, I hope you know where the key is, honey. Gotta go find it. So when it it comes to intimacy, Miss Key, what do you think with us? You think 90-day rule is good or... I mean, it, it is. It depends on a person. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, if you if you get them 90 days... Can they say, wait that who, long? But who say they're the right one? They can be trying to be complete assholes after. You don't... Mm-hmm. Who you tell them? I mean... Well, I typically think after three months, you can really see who somebody is. I mean, but people can play their role just to get what they want. Uh-huh. So, Damn. you don't know. I forgot to mention, Miss Key is a Capcorn. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> through and through. But go ahead. Uh-huh. But yeah, so you just don't know. But sure. but you can't read a person. You can tell somebody bullshitting you. Mm-hmm. My branch. Mm-hmm. It's or, okay. We it's edited. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> or they really about you. you okay. Can, you can kind of feel. You can pick up on the vibe. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. But I agree. The nine day rule. You know, mine's would be. You know, I'm not. You not meeting my family. No friends. Right. Maybe just to me. Mm-hmm. And if I do give up to you, that's our business. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So, do you think? Um, what do you feel about being friends before you date? Ooh. I think that can work. I. Okay. It can work, but then, it, like once again, it can change the relationship because people get weird at the words. I I don't. What they're, 
who they really are. You know, you mm-hmm. you seeing somebody for their true colors. I don't date friends. It's hard. Some people say that's kind of like the best way to start. And obviously, I have no luck because I'm still single and I'm almost thirty two, and I'm just kidding. Oh, oh sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know um, dating because I will value the friendship more than. If the relationship goes sour, and let's just say I have more, let's just use Ken as the example, just as an example, and me and Ken are dating, and then I fall for Ken, and then we don't work out, then I see Ken was going out with other people, and I'm meeting these other people, so I have to make an adjustment and a detachment from Ken, and that's not what I want to do, right? you know what I'm saying, so I don't know as far as dating friends, I feel like if you getting to know me to pursue me in a relationship, then that's what it should be. And if we don't work it out, for me, and again, I'm still single, so maybe this is not working, is to cut the ties and say, you know what, we can be acquaintances, but I don't know if I can date you and then be friends. Or be friends, then date, and then think. I mean, what do you think, friend? Yeah, I, I feel like it is a thin line um, that you're you're going when you have a friendship. I know I've had the experience of being friends with someone and then dating and the aftermath of that um and I ain't talking about you. <laughs> You're so silly. And, and so but so I, I have had that whole experience and I, what I will say is that after we broke up um it was a time where we weren't you know in communication and things of that nature and the hardest part of getting through dating what used to someone that used to be your friend Mm -hmm. is the loss of the friendship Mm -hmm. because you're like I knew you before we got to that point and now not only do I not have you as a lover I don't have you as a friend now we are we are cool and we actually started that communication I think I don't know maybe sometime early in the year Mm -hmm. um and it's been fine but it's just a uh an experience that can be tough and other people you know will probably say oh well I can can date one of my friends and then we don't work out and we can still be friends and it you know not be an issue but I'm like it's kind of tough or how can that work right it's I'm like it's kind of because you have feelings for for that person um but some people feel like that and I for me I feel like that it is a um it's always a level of of denial when it comes mm-hmm. to like oh we're fine you know I'm like mm, no yeah, no, mm-hmm. no we're, we're not, not good not I, I had a similar situation but we didn't talk about that off show because okay. they're listener oh. so <laughs> what right. I would say is that is true and so mm-hmm. I, I feel like for for the rules one of my rules that my friends know and and you know, rules that me and my friends have heard from me because they may have wanted more was I don't date friends. Mm-hmm. And I say that as a compliment to the friendship that I prefer you as a friend because I care for you and I love for you. And dating can be a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's another layer of you that you show versus friendship. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you're getting to the root of really knowing who that person is, Right. So what about friends with benefits? I feel, I have friends? never had that this year. No, <laughs> 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 not this year. Right. You know, I I I have had it where, in in my perspective, is I know what it is. I know what it's not. 
And for me, I'm not the type to pursue anybody anyway. So if they would want, it would have to be them to say, Jamal, I want more. And I would probably say, okay, but it's not going to be me because in my mind, it is what it is. But I know that that comes with that layer of somebody maybe catching the, the feelings happen. unless you scissor and it's the weekend. Well, even to the college feelings, I don't think she did. Right. Um, what about you? Saying that, what about I, you, friend? So, um, friends with benefits can also be fairly tricky mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you care for that person as a friend, but you, when you involve sex, it's just like, um, how do you navigate? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, okay, so what happens when your friend, because you probably talk about talk to them about everything mm. what happened when they're like oh well you know i'm dealing with this other person too and i'm like oh, oh so so you over here you over there like mm-hmm. so i just feel like it's very it could be very tricky and the term friends with benefits for the most part it's not really friends with thank benefits. you i was it's not really the friend it's part it's the, the wb part. it's the right. wb yeah what do you think key miss key I, I don't think it works because like ken says somebody's going to catch feelings yeah. it's going to happen because I've, mm-hmm. I've been in a friends with benefit relationship mm-hmm. and of course not me but they mm-hmm. caught feelings okay. and it's like yeah it's time to end this because yeah. you're getting a little too deep yeah. yeah this is not what i want from you yeah mm-hmm. you, you have to have that mental contract mm-hmm. with one another so one of the ground rules that I wanted to talk about. So if you get in a relationship, when if an open relationship is introduced by your partner, Ken, what is your reaction? So I, I, I'll be the, I'll role play as, you know, I'll role play as your partner. Here you can. <laughs> I appreciate, I trust you. We don't need no role play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how I already go. So, open relationship, which actually seems to be like a trend, right? These days, um, oh, God, because I'm nobody dead. wants to commit, and I, it's not. I don't see it being for me. Um, right. Reason being is because. I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, it is a jealous streak in there. Mm-hmm. And you being, me being in an open relationship, to know that my significant other is, you know, sexually involved with other people. And and then you can tell, they can tell you all day or you can tell yourself all day that, oh, well, it's just sex. It is so hard to separate the two. Mm-hmm. Like, people are like, oh, well, if you just like sex, then you don't have to, you know, feelings don't have to get involved in X, Y, and Z. I'm like, it's hard if you're dealing with that same person mm-hmm. for quite some time. And at the end of the day, you have those questions of why am I not enough? Mm-hmm. Why, you know, why is it that you need to step out of the relationship to attain more? You need more excitement. Um, so, I don't think it's, it's necessary, necessarily... Um, a bad thing, but you have to be in a right mindset or you have to, you know, you both have to agree that it can work. I just don't see it working for myself. Um, you know, I feel like that I should be the only one to sit on it. Right. Yes. I think, Miss Key. So, <laughs> they, they, would you offer that or what would it be if the scenario came to you from a woman perspective as you twinkle your eyes what would be your um answer bye bye you can go you can go because if you it's no 
I'm not okay. doing that. Okay. I want commitment. I want right. you to be mine. So I'm not going to share you with Tom, Dick, Harry, whoever. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Not doing it. Mm-mm. Because I'm going to be splashing some of my tires. Ooh. I'm going to be fighting the chick. I'm going <gasps> to be in the bushes somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that kind of person. Miss Key. What? Mm-hmm. This okay. is a PG-13 well, show. Sure you yes. playing with my That's what's mine. I said no. You know, for me, uh, I would... I totally agree with you guys because as you said, why am I not enough? Mm -hmm. That jealous streak Mm -hmm. that, you know, some people will, let's play together that I got to, then they have their rules, no kissing, no, you know, for me, this is what I would say. And I want you guys to hear me when I say this. So if my partner would have said, you know, Jamal or my husband, whatever, you know, let's spice it up a little bit. Let's have an open relationship. I would say, okay. I would say yes. And then I'll leave the next day because (laughs) (laughs) I would leave because that's a no, because then it goes to what we say. I would say, oh yeah. I've never had this argument. I said, okay. Yeah. I see his colors. Yes. That's totally fine. Let's go ahead and let's do it. Look for me. I'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Look for me, I'll be gone. That's you go ahead and you do it because for me, I spent too many years, too many times mm-hmm. working hard to get to where I am and have a relationship that may get to the point of a true marriage or whatever the case may be. So if you feel like, like you said, Ken, that I'm not enough or things yeah. like that, then you go ahead and you have your cake and eat it exactly. too, but you're not going to get this slice. But I would love to hear from those who are open to it. That's and true. Okay we do have it, people. Just to get another perspective because I'm like, I just, mm-hmm. I, for me, I'm, I, I would like to understand what is it that we are gaining from this open concept. Mm. I mean, yeah, you're gaining the the um, sexual component of, of it being like, okay, this is a totally different person. Maybe mm. they do some things that you mm. don't do mm. or vice right. versa. That's true. So, but I'm like, beyond that, is it like a power thing? Like, mm. I can, you know, I got control over my sex life or I got control over my fit. Because I think some people... Look for the setup of like I can control my feelings. I can control, you know, everything that that is happening in my environment when it comes to another person. So maybe it's a power thing. I don't know what it right. is, but I would love yeah. to sit down with someone who is who is open to it and okay with open relationships just to get an idea. Because yeah. of course, over the years we've heard of you know famous celebrities and things that uh celebrity couples that do it mm-hmm. um and you know it just it is what it yeah, is yeah we're not yucking the young no, but what we're know. saying is help us understand because well, like you said it might be a whole different perspective yeah. and that they can enlighten us with because it might be different when you get in it Maybe we might be the boss and we need a open relationship yeah, because right. he's not doing it right or things like that. Maybe he's a good provider, but not a good lover. Another question though. Go ahead. But can't you talk to that person and let them, you know, what your problem is? Whatever they're lacking, you can oh, talk yeah, to them. Oh, yeah, I do. It's, yeah, I, I think that's totally, this right. goes to my next thing. Question is, segueing in, is counseling. When do you introduce, if you can introduce counseling in a relationship or marriage. Is it before marriage or after argument or is it individually or would you like it together? Like when do you introduce the prospect of going to counseling together? Mm. Is it after an argument, a dispute or before marriage? Like, you know, some pastors do the little counseling things like that. Like when is it a good time in your rule book 
to introduce counseling. I would go ahead and say, maybe if we just are at each other's throats Mm -hmm. and there's something there that I can't get through or you can't get through with me and we need a counselor to dive deep and uncover childhood trauma, past relationship trauma, or... um, so, you know, not being confident or self-esteem issues and things like that. So what do you guys think about introducing counseling in a relationship together? I know for me, I think that, of course, you know, you want to go to, we want to be able to fix the problem if it's broken. It might be better to, you know, go when it's not broken. Mm. Um, you so know, the when egg crack. Things, yeah, mm-hmm. when things are are good or or are they are okay. Mm-hmm. I think that is um a moment to be like, okay, well maybe we should consider to just do you know just a couple check in, just kind of see because oftentimes we are we feel like we're communicating as we should. But we realized, like, oh, I'm actually, you know, like, we actually missing a lot of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I thought you were okay over here. I thought we were good over here. But in reality, we're not. Um, or we've been missing some things. So I think it might be okay to consider that option when things are actually okay and not when it's something that is is uh, happening in a relationship that's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just depends on, on the setup. In the, in the But I'm like, if I can... If I can get ahead of it in a sense, mm-hmm. um, that may be be helpful because, like I say, you may think that everything is good when um, actually your partner is dealing with something that is um, personal and personal to them mm-hmm. and individual that they just haven't um, opened up because it, it, things may be good, but they haven't opened up you about some stuff, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, I need to find out why you ain't really talking about this right. or whatever the case may be. So. That's that's just my take on it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great take. Yeah. yeah. All right. so. so my last question before we move on to pouring that out is do you have a timeline or a rule when it comes to moving in together? I have not had that experience. So I don't know if uh Miss Key wants to talk about moving in with somebody. Or the timeline of that, a requirement of a timeline or anything like that. Or I can talk about it. If you do move in, don't put your bread in the refrigerator, you know. Okay, so I think moving together, if y'all been together like two years, a person get their own place, then maybe you can. But no sooner than two years. Wow. But but then again, that's like them saying, why would you buy the milk for free and you got the cow? You know, why would you buy the milk you got the cow? Look, 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 our listeners probably like, honey, they all three single dollars. You know, um, so what, what is, what's, what is the two year mark? What is that driver? Do you like, do you feel like there's enough time? I mean, that's what I did. I was with somebody for two years and we decided to move in with each other. Okay. But, um, looking back, I should have, you know, kept on walking the other way, but (laughs) hey, learning lesson. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You still here. Yeah. Tell the story. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But next time I know, you got to be married. I'm not doing that anymore. I would probably say marriage too. I, or, you know, I, I've talked like I'm still going to have my own place where I may have to 
still make the payments or rent it out or whatever. But yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree with that. You know, having your own stuff on the side mm-hmm. um, will be beneficial. Whether it be a studio, 500 square feet in Northwest Washington, D.C., if you can afford it, mm-hmm. you know, that would be me. But I would probably say oof, maybe a year, a year and a half is what we can talk about okay. moving in together. And I would see first how it is. You, me being over there, your place, and you being over at my place, and oh, he leaves the toilet seat up. Oh my god, you know, or you know, he sings or he snores. Jeez, you know, because in some other countries, and just a quick note, they sleep in separate bedrooms. It doesn't mean that their love is separate. It just means that they just want their own space and bed and things like that. But um. That's what I have to go into play when it comes to um, looking for me and thinking about moving in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like I said, I don't have any experience, but I would think that once you are comfortable with that person and vice versa, kind of get an insight on how they're living. Because at some point, you are spending a lot of time over their place, mm-hmm. or you spend a lot of time on your place, and mm-hmm. and that kind of determines. Okay, can we live together? Um, can we make this work? Because at the end of the day, I'm like, can I deal with your, you know, you come in and you just step out your drawers and leave them right there. <laughs> I don't know if I can do mm-hmm. it. Or if I, you know, vice versa. So just, just something to consider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you guys think about rules in dating? Like, is can you bend on certain rules? I mean, you know, because it's too to tango. What is what dating? I mean, dating and relationship. Relationship has a lot of compromise. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you're not dating. What well, we have to realize, uh, and I think I probably said this last week too, um, just in a sense, but we are not dating ourselves. Correct. We're dating another person who has their own mind, and their own thoughts, and their own setup. So I think it's important to um, to acknowledge that and be like, okay. I may have this, you know, quote unquote rule or things of this nature, but I need to be able to have some flexibility um, because I'm not just dealing with myself in this relationship, I'm dealing with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that you bend on every rule. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we need we need to to have something for ourselves, but but yeah, I think it's it, the relationship is definitely uh, rules are always been and and at times it's broken mm-hmm. you gotta yeah. how that how that works as well mm-hmm. correct yeah because mm-hmm. it may change once you're in it so yeah. uh, thank you guys for listening to our grab your glasses yes. segment we love to hear from you um and your thoughts and ideas and for you know open relationships uh counseling as well as um, moving in together um we would love to hear from you guys um thank you so much for the support and everything for episode one of season three so yeah thank you thank you guys so let's move on to pouring that out as mm-hmm. we begin to wrap up and so i want to pour that out for the restaurants in washington dc um so my birthday is coming up mm-hmm. you know everybody knows it's a federal holiday <laughs> but uh <laughs> So, you know, I was looking at certain places because uh, for my birthday, just celebrate, not with a lot of people, just me and friend or whoever, just a little small. And um, some restaurants were closed. And, you know, I I live in Northern Virginia and I um, have it go. I go in the city for Aaron and I come right back, not to eat in the city and things like that. I haven't eaten in the city of D.C. since September 13th. 
of 2020. And more than 60 D.C. restaurants have uh, shut down since the start of the pandemic, according to FoodTank.com. Restaurants have taken heavy hits from citywide lockdowns and capacity restrictions to expensive precautionary measures like staff testing, extra cleaning and safety gear. At least 35,000 Washingtonians have lost their jobs in hospitality, entertainment, and retail so far, accounting for more than 60% of all job losses in D.C. during the pandemic. Wow. So, you know, this pour it out is for you guys. Uh, Foodtank.com has um, sources online for... Um, COVID relief for restaurants and things like that. Uh, but just searching and seeing, like, it's saying temporarily closed mm-hmm. or permanently closed on the website. But it's like, wow, you yeah. know, like, this is something in the nation's capital. So um, I poured out goes to those 60 restaurants and the 35,000 Washingtonians who um, are still looking for a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So that's for them. All right. And I like to end with a motivational quote. So I have to do this for my girl, Oprah Winfrey, who is a fellow Aquarius and her birthday is tomorrow on the 29th. Um, uh, but you guys will hear our show on January 30th. Um, she said, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never have enough. Mm -hmm. She also says, think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another another stepping stone to greatness to turn your wounds into wisdom. Mm -hmm. So this is a motivational quote from Oprah Winfrey. Happy birthday, Oprah Winfrey, and thank you for your quote yes all right guys don't forget to follow us on apple podcast spotify as well as youtube and jamal gordon.com feel free to email us at rewind with rewind with us at gmail.com can can you do me the honor and play us out? Yeah, and you know, real quick, as always, wash your hands. Yes. yes. Wear your mask. Be careful around your family, mm-hmm. your friends. Um, you know, and maybe you want to lower the price on your OnlyFans subscriptions. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and, and look, yes, and look, and thank you, Miss Key. Miss Key, anything yes. you have to say? Thank you so much well, for being a part of our show. Me. Gotta have me on again. Of, of course. course. It yeah. would not be around the week yes. without you, Miss Key. Oh. You guys, thank you and take care. Thank Friend, y'all. play us out. All right.